Let's go in-depth on all things Cyclones. This is Cyclone Insider on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Insider Radio Hour from the Des Moines Register here on 106.3 FM and 1460 KXNO. I'm Travis Hines. He's Randy Peterson coming to you on a Monday evening in which Iowa State is in a multi-way tie for first place in the sport of football in the conference of the Big 12. Just like we all predicted when they fell to one and two a little over a month ago in Athens, Ohio, the coach got heckled and lost his cool. Everything was falling to pieces and everybody looked at that situation and said, you know what? That's a first place football team. <laughs> I did. I did certainly. How about you? Oh, well, I know. Bad. I remember talking about it with you when, on uh, the way to on the drive to uh, wherever we were driving to Columbus. Yeah, I remember that. I think this is this is going to be. Yeah, this is a first place team we saw just play its worst game, second worst game maybe in the Campbell era. But anyway, yeah, it's 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 kind of cool how far this team's come since since that game. And now, like like you said, Iowa State's in a five way tie, um, thanks to Kansas. Beating Oklahoma last week, and and now that Kansas team comes to Ames for a six o'clock game. What is the deal with these night games? But anyway, that's another that's a topic for another day. But Kansas coming to town for six a.m. or six p.m. game um, Saturday night, and you know we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, it's uh, it's finally a significant month of November for this program that uh, you know. Like, like you said, I mean, we don't, we didn't need that, that crackpot in, in Ohio to tell us what was on the minds of some Iowa State fans that, that they were wondering if this, you know, when this program would start winning again. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Campbell and his staff have done a great job to put them in position right now, and and, uh, um, well, so is Kansas. I mean, they're in a, they're in a, a wonderful. Um, upswing also so um, yeah it's going to be it's going to be an interesting run the last month of the season yeah just to reset things oklahoma texas oklahoma state kansas state and iowa state all sporting identical four and one big 12 records thanks in large part to iowa state's opponent this weekend kansas knocking off oklahoma in lawrence taking the goalposts and throwing them into i think lake potter is the name of the lake down there uh, yeah, that's uh, awesome. Or, yeah, whatever that. So that good, good for Love those it. kids. Um, but yeah, so Iowa State still has Texas and Kansas State among the one-loss teams still on the schedule in consecutive weeks to end the season. Texas in Ames, followed by the Thanksgiving weekend Saturday game in Manhattan against K State. Kansas this weekend three and two. Kansas BYU at like midnight. In two weeks, uh, two and three BYU. And Randy, when you look at this and you see what's ahead, I think it's hard to talk yourself into Iowa State running the table and making the Big Twelve title game. Uh, but then, okay, if you take running the table off, can they, can they do it without running the table? The permutations there get pretty complicated. So I think it's probably, I don't know. What do you think? Is it worth talking about this team in a Big Twelve title game right now, or is it more? you have to appreciate how far they've come from that one and two start. 
Well, I don't think it's yeah, I think I think realistically you have to appreciate how far Iowa Iowa State's come since then. But other than right now, I mean I, I assume that 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 Texas um the Texas is going to be in the in the driver's seat if if it beats it beats Kansas State on on um on Saturday, and that's also assuming a, a Texas victory at Iowa State, um, because Texas has Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech left on the schedule. So, I would think that that would that a victory on Saturday against K State would make would make Texas at least the favorite. To, to have one of those spots in the big 12 championship game. So it's, it's the, it's the other side and sure Iowa state's got a shot at that, but I can, Iowa state certainly has to win its next two games. That's for darn sure. Um, you know, and then likely split one of uh, the beat tech and then beat Texas, I guess. Yeah. Cause it, 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 that would have to be in, in, the, in there too, uh, most likely. So, it's possible, but um, the fact that it is possible makes should make fans appreciate, like you said, what's happened since that that um, Ohio game, um, and 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 what's happened is has been one um, one alteration after another. Whether it's the offensive line suddenly playing suddenly showing the improvement we've not seen in years and years to uh, Rocco improving with every game, although he may have taken a step back on Saturday. Um, There were some pretty blatant overthrows in that game that would have been touchdowns. Um, To the defense, I don't think we expected the defense to be great, as as good as it's been in the past, and it's it's held its own. Um, and, And special teams maybe has taken the biggest leap forward on the on this team so yeah i think let's let's just step back and appreciate what's going on but also appreciate what is out there what's on the table for these this this team of um of players um you know and there's only only a handful of whom are senior starters so um, not only is it exciting for the rest of the season but it's exciting for the next year or two um going forward yeah, and I think when you look at this team and this league, Oklahoma just looked vulnerable. Texas has pretty been pretty good. But Oklahoma State, when they played in Ames a month ago, looked awful. Like, that looked like one of Gundy's worst teams. They've subsequently ripped off four straight games. K-State looked iffy at times this year. They've now won three straight. Obviously, just beat Oklahoma. Iowa State, one and two to start the year, as I think uh, we've mentioned once or twice on this show, both today and in the last six weeks, now four and one. I mean, this league is not – I don't. it's not very good, right? Like, there's just not that many great teams. I don't know that there is a great team, and I don't know how many pretty good teams there are. Like, even with Iowa State's four and one record, like, I think they've played pretty good football. I don't think they're really good, though, right? Like, that's a small distinction, but it's an important one, I think. And I don't know that anybody else – in the Big 12 is really good right now, with the exception of maybe Oklahoma and Texas, but those are looking wobblier than we thought, which my point is, I don't know that Iowa State can't get to the Big 12 title game because I don't think 
there's anybody that much better than them right now left on their schedule. Maybe Texas, maybe K State, but I don't know. You know, I think like I thought we when Oklahoma State left Ames a month ago, I thought that was a horrible, horrible team, and they figured it out. So my point is, good luck trying to predict much within this league because it just seems like there's not going to be a lot of separation. Really, probably like one through ten. I mean, I think everybody knows Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati are are bad, really bad. I thought Baylor was pretty bad, but I think they're probably better than those other three. But everything in between, you know, I don't know that there's a big difference, even really probably one through nine. Like, I, again, I think Oklahoma and Texas are a notch better. But last weekend threw that into question for me, even with Texas, you know, having no problem with BYU over the weekend. And Oklahoma and Oklahoma State also play on Saturday. So I think after this Saturday, we're going to see some some possible situations happen. Um, and let's not forget the college football playoffs come out on uh, – playoff ratings come out on 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 Tuesday. Not that Iowa State's going to be in it because they're not. But, I mean, the big tw- – we'll see – it'd be interesting to see who, who the football playoff committee has ranked um, higher. Are they going to rank Texas – which was the consensus in the AP and the the coaches poll yesterday, or they're going to have um, Oklahoma ranked higher, the highest Big Twelve Big Twelve team. I assume it'll be Texas, um, but I don't know, and I don't assume a Texas. I don't assume Texas will be in the top four. I'm guessing around six or seven. So um, my 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 point is is that is that after Saturday, the Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, and yes, it's at Oklahoma State, and I guarantee you those people would be hopped up. Um, you think Iowa State fans are going to be are going to be wired for the last time Tulsa or Tulsa, last time Texas comes into comes into Jack Trice, magnify that, multiply that times three when Oklahoma goes to Oklahoma State on Saturday. That place that that place is going to be rocking, um, and it's. It's it's <clears throat> Oklahoma State's not real happy about that situation anyway. So um, we'll see how that how that works out. But yeah, after Saturday, I'm guessing for a little more clarity. And you know, like we said, Iowa State against Kansas. Um, but Iowa State, I did <clears throat> I did the math here, and I don't know whether this means anything or not. But Iowa State has of the the of Iowa State of the five of the five that are in contention for the Big 12 um, championship, and I'm not including Kansas. Of the five one teams with one Big 12 loss, I'll say it like that. Iowa State plays teams with a combined 24-8 and eight overall record. That's Kansas, BYU, Texas, and K-State. Their overall record combined is 24-8. and eight. Um, That's clearly the toughest, in that respect, the toughest um, schedule of the remaining opponents. Who's got the easiest? Oklahoma State's opponents are 18 and 14, and Texas opponents are 18 and 14. So um, I, th- I think we saw a long time ago that Iowa State's when the when the schedule came out that Iowa State's Iowa State's schedule was 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 pretty backloaded. I mean, the, the the toughest opponents were were you know in the second in the, in November, and we're we're seeing that right now. Now is whether Iowa State has improved enough to. To um, be up to that task, I guess we'll just have to see. But but like I said earlier, it's it's certainly going to be be interesting um, 
watching the the remainder of the season and covering the remainder of the season. And and let's not forget that Iowa State just needs one more victory to be bowl eligible. But why stop at one? I mean, if you get that, why stop it? Why stop at that? So, um, and it won't be long before we'll be starting to play with starting to play with with bowl scenarios. So, but it all starts on Saturday um, against Kansas. <clears throat> and yeah, I think it's Saturday. homecoming at Iowa State. Yeah, third straight game for Iowa State playing a homecoming. Cincinnati, Baylor, now their own three straight or three straight games in four weeks with the bye week in there. But Randy, look, this weekend, I I think it's probably going to make the league even. It has the potential to make the league even more chaotic rather than more clear because you've got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. One of those teams is going to have two losses coming out. Texas and K State are playing. One of those teams are going to have two losses coming out. Then you got Iowa State and Kansas, where if Kansas can knock off Iowa State, who last I saw I think was a two-point favorite, then then Iowa State and Kansas both have two losses. And this whole thing gets even more muddled where – and even, uh, again, like with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Kansas State. Of those four, half of them are going to take a loss this weekend. So this thing – and if Iowa State loses to Kansas State – it's going to be more muddled. Even if Iowa State wins, now you still have three teams potentially with one loss and another two with two losses. So it, like this thing is not going to get totally cleared up this weekend. I think you're going to have teams maybe find themselves in the driver's seat a little bit more. I mean, I think like Texas to me, like th- this is not an easy, like a K-State this weekend, then at TCU, at Iowa State, and then they finish up with Texas Tech. Even if there's not a murderer's row in terms of uh, win-loss records, that's that's not a great way to finish out the year. Those those two road games would make me nervous if I'm a Texas fan beyond the K-State game this weekend, which is obviously going to be a difficult one. So again, I just I don't think we're going to get a lot of clarity for at least a couple of weeks. And hell, this could this thing could go down to Thanksgiving weekend. I, it would not shock me if there are three or four or five different scenarios in play heading into the final weekend of big 12 play. No, I don't think, I don't think that's, there's any question about that. Um, I think that, that, yeah, I mean, it's, that's what, that goes back to your point that this is not a great league. And we even thought it was a top heavy. We thought uh, two weeks ago that it was a top heavy league with Oklahoma and Texas. I'm not even certain of that now. Like you know, like we've like we've alluded to, I'm not even certain of that. Um, that 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 Kansas beating Oklahoma on Saturday was was a head scratcher, a head turner, and an eye opener, whatever you want to call it. It was um, it was what set this whole thing in motion now, and 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 um, the reason for this five team, the reason there's not a breakaway um, team in in this conference. So. Am yeah, I you're only... right. We're not gonna we're, we're not gonna have a lot of clarity, but at least we're gonna know a little bit more. But not not certainly not enough to go out there and say, um, team, you know, which teams are going to be in the championship game. Yeah, I mean, I think like the one caveat to that would be if Oklahoma uh, dominates Oklahoma State, if Texas dominates K State, and then Iowa State loses to Kansas, you know, now you're now you're down to the just. Texas and Oklahoma being the one loss teams and kind of showed their dominance against other one loss teams or previously one loss teams. Like that'll be, that'll be what'll really drive this thing maybe forward in terms of seeing some separation, but obviously that's not going to make or break. And even if Iowa state wins and you've got 
Oklahoma, Texas, Iowa State at four and one. Yeah, I think it, Texas is going to feel pretty good about his chances. Oklahoma is probably going to feel all right. So again, like there's just so much at play here, but I, I Saturday is going to set the path ahead in a distinctive way, if not a definitive way. Because I mean, Oklahoma, if it can get past Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, TCU, like that, that's as good as it gets, I think, down the stretch there for them to just cruise into to Arlington. And so I don't know. I mean, it's just a lot of different ways that this thing can go. But clearly it's crucial. This is a crucial weekend, again, if not a completely clarifying one. Yeah, and let's not forget that a two-team, a two-loss team has never made a a four-team college football playoff either. So um, it's going to that that's something else to keep an eye on. Um, you know, and, and let me ask you this: I'm guessing, maybe it's not even a guess, maybe it's fact, but I haven't I haven't seen read it anywhere, but that the Big Twelve people who run the Big Twelve are hoping beyond hope that somebody besides Oklahoma and Texas play in the big 12 conference championship game. Um, that's a, that would be a nightmare. Cha- in my estimation, that's a nightmare championship game. That's something they don't want. It very well could be something they can't avoid, but um, they certainly don't want that with obviously both those teams, um, this this being their farewell tour before they go into um, the SEC, and wouldn't it be wouldn't it be interesting? Wouldn't it be nice if Iowa State can crash that can crash their farewell tour party? Oh my gosh! Um, I think you could. But argue uh, a that, lot a lot's going to happen. What? I think you could argue that Iowa State Kansas is maybe the linchpin game this weekend because if Iowa State wins. And then you have a three-way tie atop first place with one lost teams. I think that could be a little bit bigger separator where if Kansas wins, then you have two teams with one loss and three teams, maybe more depending on what West Virginia does uh, with two losses, yeah, I know, see one game behind. Like that could be, that would be even more chaotic. Whereas if Iowa state wins, I think the path narrows for a lot of different programs, but it's still going to be unclear what's going to happen. But again, like this is a, this is a huge weekend, I think for the big 12 to set up what could be the league's nightmare scenario of its two departing flagships meeting in Arlington. When we come back, we'll talk more big 12 football. We'll talk Iowa state's game Saturday against Kansas on the Cyclone Insider Radio Hour from the Des Moines Register here on 106.3 FM and 1460 KXNL. This is Cyclone Insider on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNL. Welcome back to the Cyclone Insider Radio Hour from the Des Moines Register here on 106.3 FM and 1460 KXNL. If you missed any of our discussion about the five-way tie atop the Big 12 of which Iowa State is one of that quintet of teams. Be sure to check out the podcast wherever it is you find or listen to your favorite podcasts. Randy Peterson, Travis Hines here talking Iowa State football. Cyclones, a slight favorite over Kansas on Saturday. 
and Randy haven't done a full deep dive yet into the Jayhawks. Uh, but I actually think this is a pretty good setup for Iowa State with Kansas coming off that huge win against Oklahoma on Saturday at home. I think it's going to be hard for the Jayhawks to ramp up after that emotional victory. Iowa State still got to go out and perform. And, you know, maybe Kansas, maybe Lance Leopold can get his team to stay on the straight and narrow and focused in. But in terms of the way that this sets up, I, I, I like that for Iowa State. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, it, it's and I think Iowa State's players are so young that um, they don't know. They don't know that they're that they very well could be. Um, they don't know the magnitude of this game. They just they just know enough. And I just got off the phone with Chase Allen before we came on, and Chase was telling me that that those that in two thousand he played in two thousand seventeen, which was maybe Campbell's first wonderful season at obviously his his first. The tur- it was the turnaround season at Iowa State. Um, when he played in 2017, he was just a kid. A- and Chase said that, that you're so young, you're just trying to get through day-to-day activities. Just the day-to-day activities of of going to class and of of working out, um, you know, and then and then going back and, and with your studies and watching film and whatnot. He said, and and Chase is working with the program this year, by the way. Um, he said that that that's exactly what these guys are doing. They're just so focused, so zeroed in on on this is going to sound like a cliche, but I believe it. We've seen it of day to day that they don't that they don't know the significance of, of stuff, or at least they're not letting it get to them. Maybe as they get older, they will. But but so far, it hasn't it hasn't phased them. And this team has taken the leadership after the after that Ohio game or, um, Rocco. Rocco just he he was very much a lead, turned into very much a leader more so. Um, um, players didn't we hear that last week that Brendan Black was a was stood up in a players meeting and was saying some things and he's a true freshman. So Bramer, this team is, is 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 who was it? Bramer. Yeah, Bramer. Yeah, the the tight end. Yeah, there you go. Um, this team is is, is feeding off of 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 leadership at all, at all levels. So I think I think that um um yeah the the this Saturday will be will be another step in that in that direction. Yeah, I mean I think for Iowa State and we talked about it a lot I think Saturday night and you mentioned it in the first segment Randy that what credit they deserve for getting so much better over this compressed amount of time. And the coaching staff deserves credit for changing things, especially offensively of how they were operating the roster and the players in the locker room deserve a ton of credit for remaining locked in and remaining bought in to what the coaching staff was telling them after that Ohio game. And after everything this summer with the gambling probe, like would not have really been hard to pack it up for at least a section of that roster and to say the hell with this. And they've gone the exact opposite way. They have continued to get better to where like some of this, I think, is the schedule. But I mean, it's not like the schedule, you know, Iowa is not proving to be all that great. You know, Cade McNamara notwithstanding. Ohio is Ohio. So it's not like those were schedule losses. Those were Iowa State losses. And I'm not saying these are schedule wins. I think there's a combination here um, that will continue to get tested. But again, tons of credit to Campbell, his staff, and that locker room for remaining bought in, remaining locked in together and moving forward because this is undoubtedly a better football team. They are playing 
more focused. They're playing more aggressive up front. They're getting things in the running game. They're more dynamic. The defense has uh, tightened things up after some shaky play to where they're really firing on all cylinders. I don't think this is an elite football team by any means, but it looks like they are getting close to maximizing who they are as we head into the home stretch. Plus, I would, let's not forget that Chase Contreras is on a hot streak. Let's not forget that. So, I mean, I, if Iowa State goes down to one possession, boom, that's I'd take Iowa State in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, a lot of things going Iowa State's way right now. They'll try to keep that up. This weekend, Saturday night at Jack Trice Stadium for homecoming Iowa State, Kansas Cyclones trying to stay in first place in the Big 12. I imagine that will be uh, quite the atmosphere on Saturday night. We'll be there. We'll be live streaming Thursday afternoon. Be sure to check us out and check out DesMoinesRegister.com for all our coverage from Tuesday's press conference on out. He's Randy Peterson. I'm Travis Hines. This has been the Cyclone Insider Radio Hour from the Des Moines Register on 106.3 FM and 1460 KXNO. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.